podcast, episode number 42, which is, Richie? The answer to the meaning of life, the universe, and everything. And everything. So you've arrived at episode 42 of our podcast, where I, Chris, one of your hosts, is joined by my lovely co-host in the cubes. Uh, different cubes every week, it would seem. If you glance over to Tom, he's now changed location again. <laughs> I just feel like I'm constantly on the road at the moment. I haven't really like, settled. I'm a bit of a nomad right now, aren't I, Chris? Yeah. No man, haven't really settled anywhere yet. Travel so, around. Uh, yeah, we'll get we'll get some stability soon enough. But uh, but I am coming at you live from a different location once again. But uh, it'll all be changed next week, and then hopefully from there. <laughs> yeah, just wants to keep us. Continues. Just wants to keep us on our toes. If you can guess where Tom will be next week, send us in your questions <laughs> in the comments below. Um, and also below him. That's not a postcard. That's <laughs> <laughs> not a postcard. What? Are, what are postcards anymore? Um, and below him, we've got, of course, the man of many pixels, Richie Richie, uh, giving us the answer to the what is the number 42. Um, welcome, gentlemen. Welcome to another busy, busy week. Now, we, we joke there, Tom, about you being in a TARDIS. Um, oh, a lot of TARDIS, but like a, an ever-changing background. But this week, we've got some time travel magic for you all. So with the, um, the Ubisoft forward taking place, our time, it's in about an hour or so. Your time watching this back, it happened yesterday or Sunday just gone. So this episode is going to have some editing magic at some point throughout it. So uh, just put a pin in that one for now. We'll get to it later on. But crazy week, gentlemen. Anyone who's new to the show, this is the Sounds of Stadia podcast where we bring you a weekly roundup of all the Stadia and gaming news. And it's going to be a very, very busy week, a hectic week, which obviously kicks off in about an hour of time after recording with Ubisoft Forward. Then we've got the Stadia Connect on this coming Tuesday, non-stop action and news. But let's get into it, Tom. We'll, uh, yeah, Ooh. exactly. Ooh. With the, Shall we? yeah, just go we're straight into in. it. We're, we're, we're pressed for time. Oh yeah. oh yeah, the super sexy special stadium story segment, aka the, the news. news. Yeah, we're lots really of stories. We we have to. With it being all time yes. travel, we don't really. We don't really know how it's going to impact us. Anything Time we say now, <laughs> anything we say now, thing. could have an impact on the later part of the episode. So oh, it's yeah. like the it's like the butterfly effect. Anything we say now is going to affect the Ubisoft forward. It really which could. Seen by the time you watch this, it episode. really could. So I'm drinking a can of Vimto, but in the Ubisoft forward part, will it be a can of Vimto or will it change to something like I don't know American Orange Fanta? We won't know. <laughs> But, uh, story behind that. <laughs> there's a long story behind that. Uh, if our US fans, uh, if you have Orange Fanta, the real true Orange Fanta, send it across to us, <laughs> address in the link below. It's not really, but please, if you do know a reliable source in the UK, reach out, let us know. Um, so yes, gentlemen, news, newsworthy week. We've got some uh, little stories. There are a few stories we're going to skip out on because of the nature of the order of things once again, like Far Cry 6, for example. Who had that down as their prediction for the forward event? Who knows? Um, find out if Tom got a point later in this episode. Um, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, well, we actually don't know yet. Nope. So it, nope. it may be, it may not be. Um, anyway, we, we did get some stadium news, and quite understandably, it was game-centric this week. There's not really been much about features or APK file breakdowns or communication issues. Uh, the world is full of games and thankfully we've got a few little tidbits that are coming out of Stadia uh, which we're able to break down and talk to you lovely people all about today. Um, so right at the top of the list uh, we've seen some serious Sam 4 new gameplay uh, trailer was actually dropped. It was only earlier on today right? 
Yeah, that, yeah. that was dropped. Not very you, long ago, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we know it's coming. We know it's coming uh, out to Stadia. Tom, you were probably the biggest fan of Serious Sam out of the three of us. Uh, I had a chance to... I did uh, play a little bit of the, the trilogy um, that, that we got Fraser Pro game back in April, May? They're all just blaring to one now, the, the days and months, don't they? I know yeah, we definitely yeah. got it free at some point, because I did play and I had, I had a I little bit of fun. a good shout. Something like that. Um, does this create any new excitement for you for the new one? Does it look like they've added any mechanics in that you thought were um, probably missing from the originals? I mean, be, being a fan of Serious Sam is... Um, I mean, it, it's a stretch compared to some other franchises, I must admit. But the, the the one thing I really take from the this gameplay trailer is they're really trying to push out the number of things, just things in general that are happening on screen at any one time. So it's it's clear that they're trying to push it to the next generation and they're trying to find out how can they sort of um, energize the franchise compared to every other um, shooter of of the same genre out there. And it looks like what they're going for is they're sticking with that sort of serious over the top nature of Serious Sam but they're using over the top to an extreme where they're basically saying like, we're going to be over the top with the amount of shit you've got to deal with on screen at any one time. It looks good. I will give it that. Uh, again, I'm, I'm still sort of waiting to see how it can be innovative compared to other titles out there. Hmm. So we'll, uh, we'll watch this space at the moment, but it's nice to see development. It's nice to see these things moving along. So yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely something to watch out for, for sure. Richie, you got anything to add to that? Did you get a chance to check yeah. out the... Um... Uh, yeah, trilogy? I, I watched it. Uh, no, I didn't play. I didn't play the trilogy. Um, I have in the past played briefly on PC because I have them in my Steam library. Mm-hmm. I don't know when that happened, but I have them. Okay. But they just <laughs> never. It just, just didn't do anything for me, to be honest. The games. So what about the new it's one just, then? Same from what I've seen so far. It's not really enticing me at all. Yeah, I kind of get Doom vibes from it. Like the new one, especially, I think, because of like the creatures that are in it and the fact that the the designs and it would have yeah. been first person, I do get some very doomed style vibes from it. Not as obviously frantic and as fast paced, yeah, but there's clear inspiration taken mm. from Doom. But there again, you can say that for all first person shooters. That is very true. That is very um, true. So much I feel you can do with a first person shooter to a point, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Point and shoot. It, it, it seems to be like they've taken Doom but put more of a bit of a almost like a slapstick comedy element to it. Um, rather oh, than yeah. more, with with Doom is actually quite intense at times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, Doom, I, Doom um, Eternal was a game I was looking forward to, but when I got hands on, it just didn't click for me at that moment. So, and Serious Sam looks like a downgrade on that. So, yeah, just not interested. I can see where you're from. I, I know we're probably going to get a little bit more about it um, in the coming yeah. kind of months leading up to its release. But it's it's nice to see again that we are getting like these updates um, for these games, which you know coming yeah. to Stadia. So, um, my guess is a trailer dropping there means it's not going to be part of Connect, which we'll we'll get into our predictions later on. Yeah this episode and some more crazy time travel stuff um one game that did get announced um coming to stadia uh, on the 18th of september uh, so not too far away again was the uh, wwe 2k battlegrounds which was a weird one because we we mentioned this on the show many shows back actually that it got an esrb rating if i recall and then it wasn't at the connect we thought we predicted it was going to be at the last connect and then it was nowhere to be seen uh, but now we've had a we've had a trailer release um I'm kind of excited for this one. It's been a long, long time since I've played a wrestling game. 
And um, I do recall, what was it? WWE Legends, the one that had that kind of more cartoon aesthetic that came out on, I want to say, 360 PS3 era. Yeah, I feel like it's like that very sort of like cartoony sort of like body shape, essentially. Yeah, it? everyone's like, like yeah. Torso and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember what it was. I'm pretty sure it was Legend because it was when they started to yeah. re- reintroduce like Hulk Hogan and stuff back into the mix. There was a lot yeah. of games where he'd, re- he'd obviously retired and he. He wasn't in the roster anymore, and then all of a sudden he started becoming part of the marketing material again because everyone knows like Hulkamania. Aside from all the other problems, yeah. uh, he, Terry brought to the table. Uh, it was nice to see um, him back in the fold because he is one of the legends, in my opinion, regardless of what he's uh, what he got up to. Um, in terms of the battlegrounds one itself, which I feel like I want a PUBG battlegrounds. I keep wanting to think like yeah. it's something to do with that. You're just gonna see. Uh, you're just gonna see Sting or the Undertaker. Wrestlers yeah, running the like. Just like choke yeah. slamming everyone, <laughs> power bombing. <laughs> well, do do we get bot battle royale from the Royal Rumble that they do every January? It's it's that oh, concept, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah to be fair. So see the similarities there. Get them all Royal in the Rumble ring in a global map. <laughs> what I can say about this game is it's not your full-on normal wrestling simulator. You mm. can see like the Undertaker basically invoking Raiden from Mortal Kombat, <laughs> yeah, just blasting things with lightning. Yeah, it's probably one of the first games we have we've had in a while that blurs the 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 realm of reality with what is WWE. Uh, although I'm pretty sure I recall watching a few matches back in the day where people died on uh, on camera and got buried in sand poured on top of them, and then they're not really dead and fire and all this so there's a lot of uh there's a lot of flexibility in the world of wwe um but it just looks like it just looks like almost like smash bros style fun where there's alligators at one point i believe as well and it's it's all just a bit frantic and, and cartoony but it's great to see like they've got like the likes of the rock and stone calls like this the, the faces that i familiarize with wwe i haven't watched it in some time so again seeing them all plastered across the cover um it doesn't strike me as something that should be a, a full price title in honesty, yeah, I know we touched on 2K last week about the next-gen price hikes for $10, £10 for the Ultimate NBA version. Um, I'd be very unwilling to pay $70-odd for a game of what looks like this kind of um, uh, It feels caliber. like it should be on, like, the old, um, on the Xbox 360, like the Xbox arcade-style title, where it's sort of, like, around the... I want to sort of say about the twenty pound marker, just for a for, for mm. a fun, silly game kind of thing that you can play with yeah. your mate. It it looks like a game that the folks and he's just make a smaller title that's just fun. It doesn't yeah. take itself too seriously. Yeah. And yeah, I reckon the twenty to twenty five pound mark was. I think that's the shout that I'd make. Yeah. It yeah. depends how how much depth we actually get in the game, actually. Full on story and career oh. mode. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you never know. Um, Online ranked matchmaking. <laughs> but I, I know it's been getting some shit because of the, the art choice and the design because the, we're not getting a um, traditional wrestling game this year. They've suspended it and it's going to... Again, after... Was it 2K21? Uh, 20, sorry. 20. Just yeah, got ripped. We, we ripped it apart as well because of the glitches and people clipping out of the ring and everything and it was all, it was all a bit of a bedlam. Um, so they've announced they're not bringing one out this year, which this is kind of now filling the gap. And I think if you're like that hardcore person who buys it year it is, on year out, it, it is and it isn't. I don't think this was ever intended to be filling the gap. Unfortunately, the gap has been created, which it's now filling. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, you can. This has clearly been a side project that they've been working on. Yeah. And when the the main games like completely been absolutely horrendous, and with all the problems with developers and stuff going on there. 
unfortunately, this has taken a bit of probably unfair heat because of that. So I think that um, that titles like this are sometimes they're, they're not given their due credit because I think it's yeah. nice to sometimes get these like arcadey yeah. silly versions of an actual full you know fully fledged triple mm-hmm. A yeah. sort of game. And I think it's got there's there's kind of a little bit of charm in that really because it, it's sort of like. You know, you, you can sit down, you can just have a laugh with it. You can laugh at the art yeah. and the models and be like, haha, look yeah, how yeah. stupid the rock looks, for example. But, in, in you know, I mean, he's in reality, he's a massive beefcake anyway. Mm-hmm. But just like the proportions and things like that, you can have fun with it. And then you can just take it to that extra level where you say, you know, you're then, you're then sort of like doing the people's elbow off the top of some sort of like skyscraper. Instead yeah, of yeah. Fire. Just, <laughs> yeah, but I just feel like the, the, there's, like I said, the word I'd use is it, it's charming in a strange sort of fashion there. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it, it's, it, it is getting a lot of heat for, for no particular reason. I think it's, give it a chance. It's like, a spin-off title that people are now looking at as the main mainline mm-hmm. title because of, things outside of it it's control yeah I, I think the art style the art style is a bit weird but i think you probably get used to that very quickly yeah i remember like the first borderlands thinking the art style was a bit odd but then half an hour in you completely forget about it yeah, I, can, starting yeah. Charm, so. I, I can see why it's got its um frustrations in the audience because it, it could you imagine something like fifa 21 not coming out this year and instead you get a cartoon aesthetic five-a-side mini football game instead where yeah. the shots have like the ball has like flames behind it and everyone can do like crazy backflip slide tackles instead of the tradi- i could see why the audience would be like ang- show some anger towards it but i think you're totally right thomas saying like there is a place for these type of games and that kind of like whimsical natured fun um it needs to exist because i think it's great but i don't think it'll be a full price title i think it'd be very harsh yeah, coming out at 70 70 dollars 60 odd pound it's clearly meant to be a spin-off title yeah definitely yeah. but uh, speaking of smaller titles as well uh, i jumped in this past saturday to some more monster boy so anyone who's a who's a fan of the channel you already subscribed uh yeah i jumped in and played a little bit more monster boy i got turned into a pig this week a pig with an eye patch uh tom i know you messaged me a couple of times about watching it uh, back saying how funny it is to watch me get uh, frustrated. I think Ashley, one of our patrons as well, uh, messaged me uh, saying that, yeah, she just loves how stressed I'm getting at it. And I say to you, audience, wait until you see episode three. Oh, like half the episode is a boss fight and my frustration levels go through the roof. I try and watch Chris rage at a kids video game. (laughs) It's not a kids video game. It's got it's it's got the like Saturday morning cartoon. Oh, it's anime. It's all fun. Let's go play. Um, nice and friendly in the colorful world. But no, no, no. It's absolute cutthroat. (laughs) Like you will die, (laughs) um, and lose everything and start again. Um, but yeah, this boss fight, man. Poor. If you've not played it already. I've got a confession to make. I have not yet actually watched any either episodes of the oh, series. That's fine. You're missing I, out. My, missing I, out. My reasons were simple. It's like, I'm planning on playing myself, but I'm going to have to go and watch them now. I'm planning on going in blind and then watching them after I've got past certain points. Mm-hmm. The thing is, but I will add at this point, if you, um, if you haven't watched it yet and you're worried about watching along some of our gameplay videos and thinking, oh, I don't really want it spoiled and so on, then, you know, it's, it's perfectly understandable if you decide not to watch it in the get-go, but perhaps, you know, you can always go back and watch a part after you've completed it. I know for a fact that my experience of playing Monster Boy compared to what I've seen Chris do in the first couple of episodes is, is quite different. Um, granted, I've taken tips from watching Chris play, but there's also, <laughs> there's also elements of it that, um, that he's discovered that I've not quite found yet, or, or the other way around, and I've had to go back and re-watch the video to try to figure out how he got to a certain location when I've gone essentially almost a completely different path 
So, you know, give it a shot. It's definitely worth watching. And, um, you know, if you want to watch somebody get frustrated at video <laughs> games, then I'd definitely say it's well worth your time. Yeah, it's, it certainly is. And, um, yeah, the, it's interesting one when, when we talk about Let's Plays. It's a series that we've we've done pretty much since we started our channel when we started with Tomb Raider back in the beginning when we could all get together in a room and hand the controller from player to player and experience how we all take on the game on the challenge. Um, another one me and Richie actually wrapped up with this this past Thursday, speaking of uh, Let's Plays, uh, was our Road to Valhalla series, Tom. Uh, it, it ended, we finished the campaign. Wow. Before, it, it actually it actually caught myself and Richie completely, even though I finished the game before, um, we were clocking in at about 45 or so hours. Um, yeah. And all of a sudden, yeah, the story just wrapped up and we were thinking, like, even I didn't recall that and I finished the game. I think because I'd played all the DLC and did all the side missions to get all the achievements, I put infinite more hours in. So when we were around the 45 mark, I thought we were well off the end. And then all of a sudden you get a cutscene and me and Richie sat there going, is that the end? Is that it? So, yeah, if you've yeah. not checked it out already. It felt like there's, what I was saying during the live stream, it felt like there's one more story arc it needed to tell after the point where it actually just ends. Mm -hmm. But well, story arc is Valhalla. <laughs> well yes it does so me and Richie spoke about that thinking we still have a little bit more on the road to go to Valhalla so I'm going to take some time I think to maybe assess the uh, Atlantis DLC um, but it just shows you how streamlined we've got and there goes Richie oh he's back oh. and he now we swap Tom you're now Richie okay. according to okay. the, the thing excellent oh no you swapped oh, no. back no you've shaved the beard off you're back to Tom Richie <laughs> what Richie no, what, what no, excuse no, have you got for us for that I have no idea. It just everything just froze on Discord. Okay, it's all sorted. Uh, for 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 our audio listeners yeah. out there, the cameras messed around. Tom became Richie yeah. very briefly. Um, maybe that's us messing with the timeline once again. That's the future versions of ourselves that have just these controls. That my hands are. I, it wasn't me. It's getting. I, I wasn't touching anything. It just <laughs> froze like halfway through you saying something, Tom. <laughs> like... The timeline has been fractured. That's it. We need to go back and repair it, which we will do. Uh, but yes, maybe so we had the sands of time. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> but uh, yes, so check out our Road to Valhalla stream. We'll probably be bringing you some more um, because it's weird. Because the way it ended, I almost felt like I didn't have that complete. I didn't. I don't know. There's still a piece missing. So I'll we'll discuss it with Richie, and we may bring you some more episodes. But if not, if you are just wanting to check out the story of Assassin's Creed Odyssey before the inevitable Valhalla, which later on this episode we're probably going to talk about a little bit more. Um, jump in, check that out. All eight chapters are up now. They're a few hours a, a piece, and like I said, we do the streamlined main story. So if you're not interested in all the side fluff and content, and you don't have the time to play it yourself, jump in, check that out. Uh, we'd appreciate it. Um, other things we saw this week, uh, then gentlemen, news-wise, we got uh, the we got the game came out for Formula One 2020. There was some confusion around the uh, the releases, so the the Michael Schumacher Deluxe Edition uh, came out three days early. Whereas the standard edition obviously doesn't. It comes out on its release date. Created a lot of confusion. I saw in the Stadia community people asking why the basic edition wasn't available last... Uh, I think it was Monday or Tuesday it dropped. Um, personally, obviously, I was never going to buy it. But just seeing the confusion already just reaffirms my understanding that this is stupid for games. Like, the fact that you can pay more to get it early, I hate it. I don't like it. I think it, it's it's unfair on the consumer who maybe just can't afford the higher tier it's, model. It's a narrative that just isn't communicated either because you see it so rarely with titles, but it does happen with some of them that I feel like when it does happen, the, 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 the general gamer, the gamer who isn't like some of, some of yourselves, our listeners, 
who are essentially trying to keep up and 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 fresh with the news they're, they're not going to fit they're not going to know they're, they're just you know they just want to get their title and when they see it in a store and they can't literally click buy on it for whatever reason it's just going to frustrate and upset them so it is it is i agree with you it's a stupid narrative really to take it's just yeah. not good Publishers and stuff seem to be doing this a lot now, where they're not even calling the base. They're calling like the, what was it we were talking about the other week, where like the game was the base version of the game was like called the premier edition or something. Yeah. Like. Yeah, what, with what is that? you have the deluxe oh, version and the premium edition. So. Yeah. What is that? Just like you just. But if you yeah. don't, what have you said there? Like, I don't want the premium edition. I just want the base version of the game. Where yeah. is it? Yeah. yeah, it's very it's very very consuming for your for your general yeah. consumer, and even us to be fair, I guarantee you the Ubisoft Forward, the editions they release. I know I know the Valhalla editions in particular. You already get like you were saying, Richie. There's the special edition, then there's the like premium edition. I think Ubisoft always focus on the gold edition, and then there's always a collector's edition, which comes with an other assortments thrown in, like a statue, a steel book, an art card, some pre, and then there's pre, then there's pre-order bonuses <laughs> on top of that, and then there's yeah, then there's the digital deluxe edition. You yeah. need you need a goddamn graphic flowchart just to understand yeah. what you get and what you don't get yeah. in these things, and. It's becoming becoming so kind of construed and mixed up. It's it's yeah. especially now we're on a digital storefront. It's very hard to really understand what you are and aren't you aren't getting because, like again, pre-orders on Stadia is still a bit give and take. Like we don't really know if they're a thing or not. We've seen pre-orders be really announced for other platforms and Stadia is not mentioned, even though we know the game's coming. The pre-orders don't drop at the same time, and it, it's all just a bit muddy. I'd like yeah. to see them clear that up a bit. Uh, I think. All you need to do, I think this is not a lot of this is more on publishers rather than the platform holders, to be honest. And I think what you do is you have your base version of the game, don't give it an extra title, just call it whatever the game is. Have a premium edition, which is basically your base version with whatever season pass, pre order bonuses, etc. in. And then if you want to have a collector's, collector's edition where you get like extra physical goods, yeah. fine. And just have it free, that free tier, and then it's clear, you know what you're getting. Clear, free tier. Excellent, um, but yeah, they need to sort that out um, sooner rather than later. Because again, this digital storefront we have for Stadia, you say in there, Tom, people are clicking on Formula One and it's just grayed out. That that's not good enough. You can't just have the icon for the game there. And what? So what? You just like is that person essentially is probably going to just keep checking it, checking it. It's grayed out, it's grayed out. It just mustn't be available, or I can't buy it. And then that might lose the sale. Because they're just going to go, oh, well, I'll just get on the PlayStation instead. I'll get on my Xbox or whatever other platform they may have. You don't want that. Something else comes out. Yeah, well, they just move on. Yeah. Just go, well, it's not available. Like, again, how many times do we buy things just because it's there on the store? On, and, like, not games. It's like any digital storefront. I buy so much from Amazon just because I see it and it's an impulsive purchase. If something puts me off, I add it to the basket or I get that couple of moments to actually think on it. There's quite often you remove stuff or you, like you said, Richard, you just oh, yeah. move on. Something else distracts you and you're like, oh, you know what? There is a concept. There's a concept in e-commerce that is exactly that, which is literally like the time to get from adding something to a basket to checking out. You want to make it as minimal as possible mm -hmm. for that exact reason. You literally don't want people to change their minds or have that moment where they go, hmm. am I making the right decision here? Yeah. There's literally a concept that exists. It's a psychological state of mind. 
I want to buy this thing, but the longer you wait, go, oh shit, I've got my electric bill a bit for. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, like, that's, that's, and that's where Stadia works fantastically when it works fantastically. Like, if you put the game there and you can hit buy, ah shit, no regrets at this point. It's already done, right? Yeah, and you yeah, can play it. Oh yeah, hours. And you can play it within, like, what, a minute and a bit? The game's booted up and you're good to go. So you don't even have that, like, download doubt of, oh, it's going to take two hours to download. You think, actually, I'll go do the garden, I'll go out, I'll go get some food, I'll half a shower and then before then you realize like actually i'm not into gaming tonight because i've busied myself doing other stuff so yeah very very small window to get into and speaking of small windows we should probably crack on gentlemen because uh we've got a big episode to get through uh, with our reactions on top of that um two new games announced for stadia we've got uh celeste which we we didn't break last week but we spoke about esrb rated celeste is coming stadia official no date hashtag coming soon um Happy for that. Thrilled to bits that we're yeah. getting a, a game of the year uh, uh, indie title. Uh, and then that was followed up with another game, which was El... I want to say Hijo. I know, I'll probably slide it. Hijo. Do I need to add that to it? Well, you don't have to add that. But you, you definitely have to have that silent J. You don't You don't pronounce that Hio. Uh A Wild West tale. So uh, that one in particular, obviously we spoke about Celeste last week. This one came under the radar. So it just goes to show that the ESRB don't have every leak uh, available to us but essentially it says a wild west tale is an exciting non-violent stealth game in which you guide a six-year-old boy on his quest to find his mother across a remote monastery a harsh unforgiving stretch of desert and a frontier town rife with crime and villainy sounds like uh, moss isley right uh, players need to find solutions to progress by combining stealth and puzzle solving uh, did this tickle any of your fancy Obviously, Celeste, we know about. Uh, this game, I don't think, is out anywhere, right? It's totally out of the blue. No one's seen it before? No, it's, well, um, no, it's, it's not released anywhere. Um, no, it's um, it's available to wishlist on Steam. Uh, it is coming to Switch, Xbox One, and PS4. But so far, it isn't anywhere at all. But I, I really like... like One thing I really like is games that use the isometric sort of like um, 3D from a 2D perspective... Mm-hmm. Um, visual and I really like that about this um, and stealth st- like stealth and pu- puzzle puzzle games yeah cool fantastic it, it's just got that really nice art style to it like I just I just I have a, I have a soft spot for indies like mm. this I really really do it I actually really yeah, really it's it reminds me of if you ever played the Lara Croft Go or the Hitman Go games it's got a similar like you said that isometric puzzle solving yeah. all it's really missing is the grid like it seems to still have the same avoid the enemy that way, go pull the ladder across, do this to solve the puzzle, but without the turn based grid system, it's more just free flow, but it's still like you said, that isometric one. Um by Handy Games as well. Mm. Who are Handy Games. Who, which one do they make? They were the publishers for uh for Spitlinks. Ah, that's the one, those are the guys. Yeah. I thought I recognised Handy Games. Um yes. but either way, coming to Stadia, very exciting stuff. I'm looking forward to that one. Um so yeah, more games on Stadia. Fantastic. Speaking of uh, games on Stadia, gentlemen, um, we have a big event coming up this Tuesday. We should probably talk about that. It's a little event you may have heard of. It's been in some of your calendars for quite some time. It is, in fact, the second, correct me if I'm wrong, Google Connect, Stadia Connect. I would say Google Connect. Second Stadia Connect of the year? Second third overall. So we obviously had yeah. the one... Um, the well the original like the, the OG. launch um yeah then we we received one earlier on sort of around about i want to say it was march time April? was it it was 
Maybe of April, April. Yeah, I yeah. Think, 20th of it April. was. It was right at the start of lockdown, wasn't it? Really. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. life is is going such a strange way. Yeah. Where I feel it like. Feels like I feel yeah. like it's just gone so fast where I feel like six months have passed, but yeah, nothing has really happened. Um and, and now we are, yeah, now we're we're right in the thick of it in the summer of gaming again and we're getting another one. We were promised that we were going to get game reveals at this one. They said we'll see you in the summer for more game announcements. So Indeed. here we are. We're we're literally, literally at the time this is released, it's tomorrow. So, you know oh. It's interesting Fantastic. you mentioned that that we got um, Celeste not as part of the Connect, but mm. it's going it's going to be game reveals. That's a, that's an easy win if you've got that in the back. Yeah, it's an connect. it's an interesting one that we did get these. I think we actually spoke about it in our own chat group that the fact that Celeste, which is again a game of the year nominated one indie game, that would be a great shout to have at the Connect this Tuesday. However, they opted to just release it as part of a blog post last week which surely says that the connect has got some big stuff lined up if they're you willing to if, if you can only hope if they're willing to drop this like it just seems daft that it wouldn't be in in the connect right unless they're worried that the community is going to be angry at the lack of news again there might be it might be a case of because it's not a new game mm. although it's a much beloved one because if this was what celeste is good enough to almost for me almost open your show with mm. like Apart from if you're worried about pe backlash or people going, well, I've already got it on Switch. That's all. I sort of feel I sort of feel that you've got to start if you want to really get people's attention. You start off with a AAA and you end yeah. with a AAA that isn't out yet, and literally just be like, bam, yeah. this is what you can mm. expect. Yeah, so you need to have that, your press conference. Yeah, your your hype points throughout, and and at Google again, the masters of analytics, they will know exactly when within this video they need to have those hype points because they know from the YouTube algorithms and so on. They'll know when the dip-off point is for people dropping out at any point during a video. And so, they have access to all the data for every single... Um, yeah, we, we've, seen, we've said before. Every single yeah. EA conference, the works. Definitely, the works. definitely. Um, but it is, it's surprising, isn't it, that they that they, they announced Celeste before. Um, I'm just hoping it's not going to be a connect where they reveal seven of their past Tomb Raider games as individual titles coming to say uh, it, because yeah. that would really disappoint me. Yeah. I don't want this to be the Tomb Raider platform. I like, I, I don't. i got to be honest. i got to be honest. So, here we are, gentlemen. The Kinect is within reaching distance. I can I can practically reach out and touch it. Well, it looks like I'm about to touch Tom's face, actually, the way the, the angle's working. Um... We need to give predictions for this because we, we did them last time. We we, we put a pizza bet on it. Um, hopefully we've had some time to think between the short window between now and the Ubisoft forward ones. Obviously, I think there's personally going to be a little bit of overlap. I think we should get it out there nice and early. Um, we're all under the understanding that we can't take Apex Legends as one of our predictions, correct? Because we all yeah. feel quite yeah. confident yeah. that it's coming because of the EA leak that happened at the live event. Even though we've heard it's nothing more them. since, we all feel... I, I'm personally quite confident it is going to be there. Um, one of the points to probably discuss... where all three of us will kind of put it in as a definite, then it's kind of boring for us to put it in. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm. Are you guys under the right impression that it's, it may be one of the day and date drops, so it's available now? I would expect that if they announce yeah. it that it will be day and date i i think either that day or that same week mm. um one one or the other but i i don't want to 
sort of get cynical about it, but I really, really do hope that they do announce it. Hmm. It would be kind but of a... If it would be a big drop if they suddenly just go, I, I yeah. Think it's, even it's if it's not day and day, I think it'll come with with a title, with yeah. a date. And again, it's, just... it's, it's coming out on mobile. It's got to yeah. come to stay. <laughs> yeah, Switch are getting it this summer, I think they announced, by the end of this it summer. Happens. So, yeah, definitely. So, so we'll draw land to that one. Look forward to seeing Apex Legends, hopefully on Stadia, announced this coming Tuesday. Um, by the way, join us, check us. We're doing live reactions to it, just like we did the Ubisoft Forward uh, this past Sunday as well. See what I did there, guys? I said this past Sunday's, though it's already happened, yeah. even though we've not done it. I'm getting, I'm getting there in that timeline zone. I'm like Captain You've America been very himself. Hard about that, haven't you? I did, yeah. I had to really make sure I get my uh, pre- past, past intense, yeah. Um, no, Tom, I don't think I will. <laughs> um, anyway, right, predictions. How are we doing this, gentlemen? So we did our Ubisoft ones last week. What order do you want to go on for this? Because it doesn't just fit into Ubisoft. This could be anything we could have i don't know if you want to do a segment for um i think actually yeah you know forget forget your opinions i'm going with it we want three triple a titles he's took over the show i've took over the show three triple a titles i've seen the future it's i know what happens this is what we need to do (laughs) um right i want three triple a titles three indie titles and uh, a new feature like feature wise what we're going to see as well okay all right, I, I think like this. I think that because again, it creates some structure. I don't know what I don't know. <laughs> like exactly, yeah. How do I just what come up with just random names of titles? Blob Two is going to come out. No, it needs Blob to be. <laughs> well, obviously, we know they're going to have some new games, but I think a big part of this connect is they are going to be existing games because we know the library needs to be fleshed out okay. bigger, right? Okay. So, right. would you like me to get you started? Yeah, sure. I mean, if, you, if you're offering, sure, fire away. Right, Richie, you keep you keep scoring this. Um, Stadia been working quite well with one Bethesda Studios. We finally did get Doom. I think Bethesda will feel like they owe Stadia something. So it's inevitable. I'm calling it. We're getting Skyrim on Stadia. Mark me down for that, Richard. Skyrim plays on a toaster at this point, so yeah, sure. <laughs> I just think with uh, Elder Scrolls being out there and Doom and Rage, they've got a deal. Like after Ubisoft, arguably yeah. Bethesda are the next best supporter, um, and they want to get Skyrim as a Joker. It's almost like an antiquated joke if they don't bring it to Stadia at this point. So yeah, you've got to get Skyrim on Stadia just because for the meme. Just yeah, just for the joke. Yeah, you, you, you can't you not do it. A relevant platform when you've got Skyrim. Yeah, legally, Bethesda have to port it to any new platform that's available. Gee, I'm afraid I'm going to jump in here and I'm going to I'm going to throw one out there as well. I'm going to go down the indie path here and I'm going to give you my reasoning for it. Um, I think we get an announcement for Stardew Valley coming to Stadia, and the reason mm. for that is because it's published by Five Hundred Five Games, who very recently published a game called Journey to the Savage Planet. Now, we know which studio Mm. Google recently acquired. So I think we've got some sort of relationship going on there. Now, if you want to dive even deeper with that, and I'm not going to call this here. If you want to dive even deeper, 505 also published Death Stranding, which happens to be coming out on PC the same day as the the Stadia Connect. Not only that, but Chris, you like a game called Control, don't you? I do indeed. I they also published Control. They did indeed, yeah. <laughs> Remedy. I keep 
this many predictions. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm, not call, I'm not calling any of those as predictions. I'm calling Stardew Valley. Stardew. But I just wanted to throw out that moment there for you. Interesting. Right. I like I like the rabbit hole you went down there, Tom. You kind oh, yeah. of linking all the oh, dots. Yeah. In, it, in, it, in it makes sense, actually. I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I think I've got... I didn't do much... Um, I completely forgot to actually come up with some predictions before the show, <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you. So mine are going to be a bit erratic. Um, but I disagree with Bethesda being the second biggest um, publisher on Stadia. I actually think it's Square. Okay. And I'm going to see... Ports of Final Fantasy um, 10 and 10 2. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's getting it's getting tasty out there. I like how you said, I'm going to see. As though it's like it's going to happen. Yeah. I'm going but to see. They're older it. games, but I think they're probably fairly easy to port over. And yeah, bring more Final Fantasies to Stadia. Why not? Interesting. Interesting. Um, does Thank that you, go back? Back, are we just going in a circle? Just back yeah, around. We may as well, because if we start bouncing. Yeah, back, we, we get we get a bit confused, don't we? Yeah. In yeah, and amongst yeah. all the time travel, that we don't need any more confusion. No. Um so, so for my Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so for my uh my next triple A game, I do think um we're gonna find out what EA's final game is. So we know we've got FIFA coming to Stadia, we know we've got Madden coming, uh we know we've got Fallen Order. I do actually think we'll get a date for Fallen Order, but that's not really here neither there. It's, like, it's about time we'll probably get a lock a date in for it um we all think we're going to get apex so that would be four of five um little bit disappointing but i do honestly think the fifth game from ea that we're going to see on stadia is going to be the sims so again nothing groundbreaking nothing new but i think that will be the next game because we've said before it works really well with the keyboard and mouse component um, at the EA Live event, EA made a big deal of giving The Sims like a good 10-minute chunk segment about it still being relevant. There's millions of players around the globe. They didn't announce a new game. They just um, Basically, it looks like it's going to be turned into more of a platform where it's just going to be iterative DLC on top of it. Here's some new couches. Here's some new character figure, everything like that. Um, so not the biggest out there. I understand that. But yeah, I'd be... I like it though. Yeah, Sims. I think, I think the Sim, um, Stadia is a good home for um, Sims. Mm-hmm. We've talked before how like Sims is quite poorly optimized and can pretty much run your PC into the ground, mm-hmm. even with reasonable hardware. Stadia would mitigate that problem and it also means that people could play on their phones. Yeah, because Sims would be very much a casual game. Mm-hmm. Stadia lends itself well to that marketplace. Mm. Yeah, right. I like it. Mm, right over you, Tom. Where do I go now? I gotta think about this one because I feel like I feel like like Chris has made a really safe bet on AAA with Skyrim. I I think I, I think that's mm. a safe bet. So I'm gonna. I'm going to dig back into my previous predictions for the last connect, and I am going to say that we now see the we see the partnership between Stadia and Activision Blizzard at this point, okay? Or with Blizzard in general. Mm. And I want to see and this is a straight this is this is a risky one. But Diablo 4 is in the works. I, I want to see Diablo 4 announced as coming to Stadia. So I'm going to put Diablo 4 down for one of my AAAs. 
Probably I'm getting fastballed. <laughs> I know. I'm get, I'm gonna get called out on it. I know last time I did this I'm gonna get called <laughs> out on it. Um yeah, I'm gonna go Diablo four, just an announcement on it. That's all. Just an Ooh. announcement. Okay. What have you got for us, Richie? Okay, I'm going to Indies and we've already mentioned it in this show. I think Celeste is gonna be a pro game. Okay. Okay. So you know, okay. so what what do what do we put that down as? I don't think that's a. I've, we know it's all, we know it's definitely on stadium. So I don't. It's, I feel like yeah. you can't really have that as a as a <laughs> prediction. Right, it's a pro game for August. Right, right. We still I want an indie title game. out of you though. It, it is. That is my indie title. But we know it's coming. That's like me seeing Jedi <laughs> Fallen Order again and getting a point for it. Surely that counts, like because I'm not. Saying my prediction's not an announcement, it's an announcement of prediction is game. that it's going to be pro for August. Oh, yeah. right. Well, we need a different category for that then. No, it just takes up one of my indie slots. But you, but we know it's coming though. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Tom, I what do you feel with this one? World of Blob 3. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with World of Blob 3. I'm, uh, this is what I'm happens when play, someone doesn't yeah, come yeah. prepared to a predictions episode. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's <laughs> advocate. Yeah. I in the I show. feel like I feel like I've got to be the adjudicator here, and I've got to say I I think I side with Chris on this. Like I I don't think that fills the indie slot. I think that has to separate category. I reckon I I feel almost like that has to take one of his feature slots, if anything, because pro pro is a feature. As opposed Fine. to an indie character. <laughs> I, will, I, will, I, revoke my, I revoke my prediction since my vote is. I'm going to see, for feature, I'm going to see YouTube integration. Ooh, okay. okay, just out, right. out the All gate right. with that. All right. Yeah. All right, fair enough. So now do you want to give us an actual game title then, Richie? No. Are you going to go? <laughs> All right, okay, okay. We'll, we'll keep going back around then. We'll keep going back around. Um, Tom, have you got? I've I've given Skyrim and The Sims. Have you got another uh, AAA title or any other game you uh, like yeah, to Yeah, AAA. Um, and again, I feel like I'm going a little bit bold with this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, Dark Souls trilogy, like we, Richie, I think Richie called this on the pre, on the previous connect. I Ooh. think it was Richie. Yeah. Definitely wasn't me. Some, don't think somebody did. It might even have been me actually. <laughs> but you know, we need more time um, yeah. travel magic to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, it, 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 it was trilogy. you. It was me. There we go. Yeah. Dark Souls trilogy. <laughs> you were wrong last time, but you. Episode thirty-one. Mate, I'm just, I'm just hopeful. I just need it. I need it on the platform. <laughs> cool. Okay. Exciting stuff. Um, I'm, I'm going to see some of my predictions from that. Actually... <laughs> this goes back and copies oh, and pastes the whole <laughs> thing over. Um, right then. So, AAA for me, then my final AAA title. Um, I do think... I've got a few wrote down, but if I'm going to lock one in, I do think, uh, similar to Tom, we're going to see the fruits of maybe an Activision partnership finally, and uh, we're going to see the Crash Bandicoot titles come across. My feeling is they won't go in with the new one straight away. I think it'll be the trilogy to test the water to see what the appetite on Stadia is for it. And I think it's a really good game to test the water in relationship. It's not going to be Call of Duty Warzone. I think that's too big and demands too high of a player base. Whereas something that's family friendly, got the nostalgia, it's been doing blockbuster numbers for them everywhere else, especially in the UK. Put on Stadia, test the water, and I'll be doing a let's stream, a let's stream, a let's play of it. Yeah. If it comes. You can do a let's stream of a play if you want to. <laughs> let's, let's stream. stream. <laughs> let's stream. I mean, you are streaming anyway. Yeah, so. true. Hey, why not? Ooh. Do I finish off my triple A's here? Um. 
Hmm. I just feel like I'm going to, I just feel like no matter what I do, I just feel like I'm going really, really bold with it. Uh, That's why they're predictions. Right. Okay. Okay. Am I? Uh, no, we did this at the last episode. We talked about it. Um, I was going to go with the, the Borderlands Handsome Jack collection, but I feel like I can't take that. I feel like I can't take it because we discussed it already. So I am going to go the Square Enix route, actually, as well as Richie. Um, but I am going to say that we see... Many hours later... This is bold. We definitely need some more time travel magic here to, yeah. to kill this this time. <laughs> Richie, you got yeah. anything while um, Tom thinks? No, 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 no. Final Fantasy fourteen online. Final Fantasy fourteen online comes to comes to comes Ooh. to Stadia. It's on every other console. Well, it's not on Switch. But hey. Okay. But hey, so you got some Final Fantasy love out there. Final Fantasy fourteen. Mm. Oh. Mine's more of a wish list if I'm being honest. Looking through. This. <laughs> that's. I think that's what predictions are because the the Stadia mm, keeps yeah. so much of their stuff close to the chest in terms of business deals and stuff. We have to like scrape the barrel for like just new stories sometimes. Um, we have to re- feasibly, I'm just thinking like what titles I would like to personally see, but then also realistically it shouldn't be too difficult to get them across. We can't just yeah. suddenly pull a AAA game out of our ass that we've never seen exist yet. So it makes yeah. sense that we just go back through games we yeah. love and know do well. You're not going to pop shit games to Stadia. Like what's the point in going back in a game that got like three out of ten Metacritic and stuff and barely sold anything. You're not going to bother potting that. So we can actually cultivate a really good library of games here. So why not go big on games we love? Yeah, I think the thing with Stadia as well, I wouldn't, like a massive next generation AAA title, I'm not expecting it to be announced at the Kinect. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's going to be enough eyes on the Kinect yeah. that the publishers will agree to that sort of deal. Exactly. A PlayStation or Microsoft event, probably a yes. Mm-hmm. But I think Stadia, it's not big enough. So what? that kind of takes a lot of like things like that's why something like a Valhalla I wouldn't expect to see really much at the Connect. Mm-hmm. So what you're maybe us, the trailer Richie? we already have. So um, I'm going for that Ezio collection. Okay, I could see that definitely being a possibility in line with the Ubisoft Uplayer stuff being announced. Yeah, um, I'm expecting a lot of Ubisoft games actually to come with with Uplayer. We know the partnership is is really really mm-hmm. tight at the moment, so. Yeah, hmm. for sure. Um, indie titles, then. Uh, do you need an indie title from me, Richie? Well, we need three indie titles from you and three. the future. Okay, I'm just going to give it on, on account of time. Let's have a look, see what I've got wrote down on my little uh, piece of paper right here. <laughs> um, indie game number one from Chris. I'm going with, uh, it's just announced this past week, it sold over a million copies elsewhere. I'm going with A Plague Tale Innocence coming to Stadia. Okay. All I right. think it's done really well. I think people were surprised by it. And uh, personally, it's one that's been on my radar for quite some time. I've heard nothing but good things. I've just not got around to it. And it seems to fit in that kind of... I feel like it would definitely appeal to Stadia bringing it over. And again, with it being a small studio, the more money that's thrown at them, the better. So I think a negotiating standpoint from Google would be very easy to get them to part it across. So yeah, that's, my, that's one of my first ones. Um... Right. You get one, then we'll move on. Okay, okay. There you go then. There's we'll, one. We'll, we'll yeah. roll around. Well, you take then. all the indies. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so um, I'm going to go next, and I'm going to go with, again, a game I'd love to see, and I feel like it needs to come to Stadia uh, Dead Cells, Metroidvania style indie game. Mm. 
So I've still got a triple A and three indies because I've already used my feature. Hmm. Hmm. I am struggling with this, to be honest. Do you want one of mine? <laughs> nah, I'll, I'll come up with something. Um, I'm, I'm going to use an indie slot now. I'm going to go on title goose game. Damn it! Okay. All right. Okay. I've, I've, I've lost one now. Wow. You said I think that you might have, be you not connecting you know, Chris. Yeah. I've literally copied them all over. Damn it. I thought everyone oh, would have forgot about Goose Game. Um, yeah. Indie games. Uh, I feel like Richie mentioned it at some point, but in line with the uh, Ubisoft one and my forward predictions, I think we will see uh, Valiant Hearts from Ubisoft ported over quite soon. Oh. And then and hopefully later on, like literally in within 20, 20 30 minutes we'll see a, a sequel announced from them but we'll see okay um and interestingly i feel for our or for my final indie game i think we're going to see some support from super giant games i think we're going to see now i feel like i have to sort of call out which which one in particular um, but most recently they released Hades, so I'm going to go with Hades, but they're also uh, the developers of Bastion and Transistor, if you remember those mm-hmm. indie titles yep. as well. Fantastic, fantastic titles. Uh, Pyre as well, a little lesser known, wasn't as hyped as Bastion and Transistor when they came out, but I'd really like to see Hades as well um, come to come, come out. So I'm going to go with Hades by Supergiant Games. That'd be interesting. All right, so... My um, final game, um, AAA, I'm going to go Rainbow Six Siege, day and date. So, okay, so just announced on Tuesday. <laughs> oh, well, no, not day and date. I'm going to say we get a date. Okay. And right. it's within one month okay. of the Connect. I like all the little caveats you're adding on to that. Yeah, it's almost easy, too easy with I don't, with no caveats. Yeah. Cool, cool. I like Can't it. wait till I it's like not it. announced. <laughs> <laughs> Um, don't even mention it. So what yeah, do we yeah. need? So you need one... Feature. An indie or a feature. Oh, yeah. From myself. Uh, final indie game, then. I'm going to go with uh, Outer Wilds. Not Outer Worlds. The Ooh, other okay. acclaimed um, amazing yeah. blockbuster. It, it almost won a lot of Game of the Years. Uh, 2019. Um, little indie game from Mobius Digital. I think, look, again, one of those that was on my radar and just never got around to playing it. Um, I think it'd be a great part over to Stadia and get away from that stigmatism of Outer Worlds. So yeah, that is my final indie prediction. Right, well, it's over to me then for my feature then at this point, isn't it? So I don't know, actually, because Chris doesn't have a feature. I'm one behind here. Either way, we're very pushed for time, gentlemen, so let's yeah. uh, let's get through this. <laughs> As we record right. this, the literal Connect start, the Connect, the Ubisoft forward starts in like 10 minutes. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, feature-wise, I think we are going to get... I think we get the actual drop of the family sharing. I think we get family sharing. Mm-hmm. So, we, we've seen all the rumors behind the scenes. We've seen the coding dug out by Gem right there. I think, I think they launch it. I think they launch family share. Family share. All right. For the sake of time, I'm just going to check out my final two predictions, both indie games, and then go on Super Meat Boy and Bastion. Super yeah, Meat right, Boy, okay. be cool. Obviously, yeah. I had nothing. Nothing was coming to mind, so there you go. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. 
Chris yeah, I can see them. Uh, final feature, I genuinely think they're going to announce Stadia 2.0, whatever that looks like. Ooh, I think we're getting so it. close to next-gen release yeah. now. We must be mere weeks away from finding out when the PS5, when the Xbox Series X uh, actually come out because I want my PS5 pre-order locked in, quite frankly. Um, they can't wait much longer, which in turn, as a competitor to those platforms, Stadia need to start competing going into this holiday season, and I don't think they can do that talking about old tech. If they have a Kinect in the summer, now is the chance to get ahead and go, you know those other two consoles that have announced all their iterative new versions? This is how we're going to compete going into Christmas time. He's the next bunch of teraflops. He's our new bunch of games. He's new features like Tom suggested, like family share and stuff. All the YouTube integration we spoke about, here it is. We're just as good, if not better. But guess what? You don't need to drop $500, $500 pound this coming Christmas. Get Stadia right now, Pro. And then they'll probably give more money away or something for free to get people in. But my prediction is, yeah, we are actually going to hear about how Stadia is going to compete with next-gen consoles. Boosh. Okay. Boosh. Boosh. <laughs> I like that. All done, done and dusted. Done. Um, final one then, just before we wrap up, gents. Any out and out big blowout predictions? Just shout them out that you'd like to see. Mass Effect trilogy. Nice. <laughs> it's not even been announced. Mass Effect trilogy. Richie, what have you got? I'm gonna go with Mass Effect trilogy as well. Mass Effect trilogy. Um, one for me, I think, is I mentioned it for my forward event, but again, I'll just drive home the message. I think uh, Ubisoft are gonna partner with Stadia to make a exclusive. Uh, second party title similar to the uh, Kingdom Rabbids Kingdom and Mario on the Switch yeah. Ubisoft yeah. made that game just for Nintendo exclusively why can't that team do the exact same thing with Stadia watch this space okay. for an exciting okay. game but what, what's that I'm getting a quick message in what's that it's a, it's a past version of Chris reporting to us live from the uh, Ubisoft forward event on Sunday Sunday the 12th of July uh, he wants. He wants. Order in yet, Chris. He does. Yeah, he, he's got that pizza <laughs> order in. He wants us to transition over to that. So, um, Tom, Richie, if you're okay, we're going to transition over to that, and then uh, we'll come back I'm to. Okay. Uh, I'm ready to go. Wrap up the show. Um, okay. We record you. the podcast. We're going to drop this into yeah. the podcast as our reactions. That's why it sounds confusing as shit. But I forgive you not. Uh, we'll clear it up with our reactions right now. So, first takes, Tom. What did you think of the very first Ubisoft forward event? Um, I was expecting more. I'm going to be absolutely straightforward with that. Like, I don't feel there was enough there to get hyped about. Like, I, I was pretty thought the footage was cool. Great. Mm -hmm. You know, we saw some uh, real good gameplay and the mechanics of Watch Dogs Legion and what they've done with the game since we last heard of it. Um, Hyperscape looks brilliant. Um, very much excited for that. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, excellent. But other than that, it was just a little bit of, like, nothing. I hate to say it. I mean, Ubisoft games are great. And we can always expect good things from them. But I almost feel like, oh, I don't know. I feel like they waste a lot of time by just talking about stuff behind the scenes. I feel like they're worried that if they took the behind the scenes stuff out, that the video would just be really short and people would be like, what's the point? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm 100% agree. It just feels like what we saw was great, but I kind of want more. Like, I was expecting more. Yeah. For... Was there even anything new there apart from it's just more information about stuff we already know, wasn't it? Well, technically, Far Cry Six was new, but just due to leaks, we went yeah. as maybe as caught off guard as we would have been. I would have went, I would have appreciated going into that trailer more with all the James Bond aesthetics and the music and the tones, not, not what knowing what it was. For then the reveal of the Far Cry Six would have been like, oh, fantastic, that's awesome. But yeah, again, the le leaking that ahead of time. 
does kind of take it away from the, the landing impact a little bit is their one last thing. Um, yeah. Seeing more Valhalla, fantastic. Again, we said throughout the stream there, it looks like Odyssey with a Viking skin over it, which isn't a bad thing to say the least. Odyssey got a yeah. lot of Game of the Year nomination nods. It was a lot of people's favourite game of, uh, of 2019. Uh, 2018? 2018. 2018. Again, we're not great with time travel if you've not understood that already. Um, first time doing it. First time doing it, yeah. First rookie mistakes will happen. Um, I mean, the footage that we can see right on screen right now is just, it, it looks like more Odyssey. Yes, they yeah. said you've got dual wielding weapons, which is great to know. Um, you've got your homestead now. Throw back to Assassin's Creed 3. You're going to be able to uh, upgrade a man. They added some new villain characters in, some new enemy types. Looks like um, attacking fortresses and stuff with like drawbridges. There's going to be different stages to taking down strongholds, essentially. But all in all, we we didn't really see that much out of it. I don't think. We for got us. return. We got return of stealth, more stealth mechanics. Yeah. Um, which, which I think is, I personally think is a good thing because I know they're trying to go a bit more RPG, but it's still an Assassin's Creed game. Mm. What I'm worried about with Assassin's Creed Valhalla is knowing what British weather is stereotypically like, and I'm sure there's also some history <laughs> to it too, but I am worried that the, the, the Britain part of it will be very grey and be very sort of like, like you won't get the full feel of it. Like you'll want to probably spend more time in Norway or like the, you know, the Scandinavian mm. region, seeing the Northern Lights at night and the snow and so on. Whereas for me... I'm, it's going to be like rainy. I don't know, I'm not worried about that. Um, I'm not worried about that because I think Ubisoft, especially with Assassin's Creed, try to get a certain element of realism in the world they create. Mm -hmm. So there will be elements where it's kind of overcast and grey and stuff, but Britain isn't always just grey and miserable. It can actually be a very beautiful place to be at times. I trust Ubisoft to actually do the legwork to find that out. Yeah. Looks like they've got the decision-making elements are back, though, as well. This just looks like a yeah. Witcher 3 shot right there. Again, massive open-world yeah. RPG yeah. that we've got. Um, so, yeah, we saw we actually saw some gameplay, to be fair. Thetford? Is that just Thetford, do we think? That location <laughs> there? Uh, so, so, apologies to audio listeners. We are just talking over footage that's uh, now looping. Um, in terms of, yeah, the game, I mean, I was sold on it anyway beforehand, but just seeing more of it, just kind of, I want to get it now. And then knowing that it comes, it drops on November yeah. 17th. Um, they did say it's coming to Stadia, which we knew anyway, but it's nice to see that confirmation uh, at the time of like, actually seeing it. Um, the other big game that they spent, all, in my opinion, probably a bit too long on was Watch Dogs Legion. They opened with Watch Dogs Legion with a cinematic kind of small movie, and then they went into some actual gameplay mechanics of it. Um Obviously, we got the date to Thomas' disappointment, October 29th, which is not too far away. Obviously, we should have all been playing Watch Dogs Legion by now. Uh, any new thoughts on Watch Dogs, gentlemen? I um, I really like it. Like, I, I really like the direction they've taken with it. And uh, as far as Watch Dogs games go, I've never really been taken by the first two. Like, I definitely wasn't taken by the first one. Mm -hmm. um, the second, I didn't really manage to delve much into. But certainly the aesthetic of this and the, the sort of... As I said, when we actually when we actually watched the the event, um, it's almost got like a Saints Row feel to it, and I think that sort of not taking itself seriously element mm. with that little bit of humour on the side really sort of makes it a little bit more appealing to me. Because again, there's there's something. I mean, my key word for the day is charm. You know, it's, there's something a little bit charming about literally just mm. taking the piss with the game a little. Sometimes it's just if you can if you can make fun if you can poke fun at yourself, then sure, go for it. Brilliant. 
Makes you a better person. Makes you a better game. Kingsbury, indeed. Yeah, it does. I, I think it looks exciting. I've, I'm similar to you. Like, the Watch Dogs has never. I've just never been interested in it, but this actually looks pretty cool. Looks like they're doing some interesting stuff. Um, very, very Big Brother, like nineteen. What is it? Oh, 1984 and like Animal Farm sort of vibes going yeah. on, which I think will make a very interesting narrative. So, are you saying the guy with the pig face mask is Napoleon from uh, Animal Farm? He's, cl- he's clearly inspired <laughs> by it in the trailer. In the clear trailer, they were definitely paraphrasing some of the more common um, lines out of the out of the novel. Mm. Interesting stuff. Um, um, in terms of uh, Watch Dogs itself, it's obviously hitting home at a time when the world's very weird, and I think that it's it's probably for the betterment that they're leaning into more that wacky, zany, neon colour cyberpunk approach almost, yeah. because it's almost kind of hitting too close to home right now with a uh, like uh, lockdown, everything's still going on. Yeah. I'm I'm glad they've leaned more into the humorous side of things with like you get to play as a granny instead, uh, and I can totally think see that the delays maybe benefited them. Um, in terms of the marketing, yeah. uh, I personally really enjoyed the first two Watch Dogs game. Got the platinum trophy on PlayStation in both one and two. I also enjoyed number two much more when they did lean more heavily into the kind of the fun stuff with the drones and the hacking, as opposed to it all being like a serious, serious story. And this just just looks more of the same with the masks, the different layouts. More importantly, I think the approach to when you can take on um, like enemy bases and stuff. It looks like you can approach it with eight, nine, ten different characters, and they all bring different things to the approach. Um, did you two have a particular favourite character that jumped out in the collection of shoulders? Not the uh, I, I, I kind of liked I, I kind of liked the drone play style. I liked the idea of being able to do things there. I mean, the John Wick character was very you know obviously very much sort of like your hitman type bloke really. Um, the I mean, who else did we see? We saw the construction worker as well, who just went completely ham on that bloke with a wrench. He did indeed. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just feel like there's going to be so much versatility to it that uh, I imagine at some point, knowing the way that um, Ubisoft games typically work, that not every single person you recruit is going to be purely unique. There's going to be some sort of trait that carries mm-hmm. across certain, you know, certain yeah. archetypes. Like um, you're going to have like your bruisers or something. You're going to have like a big heavy weapon. You're going to have like your techie people with the drones. You're a stealthy people with like the hit the hitman assassination type. You just things. probably common people who you're not expecting yeah. not probably going to have much like real abilities but probably more likely to blend in i feel like it might even be like procedurally generated so like they, they create a character they generate a name from a list of names mm-hmm. and then it also pulls like three traits for that person of which it builds you know it yeah. builds that persona for them really that's the kind of feeling that i'm going to get yeah. from it each almost like class will have like a list of traits that I just pull the pulls from yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, one one I will address. Watching so much Watch Dogs and then overlap that with some Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Do the look games look very similar to you guys? Like in terms of just like I know a lot of Ubisoft sometimes get a bit of stick for being they all look the same. Okay, Seeing okay. them kind of like so close together, back to back of new titles, it's kind of like especially with the the upgrade mechanics and the skill tree approaches and then attacking both one in watchdogs attacking like a military base it looks like or a uh, oh sorry it was the uh, tower of london right so it genuinely is pro- the tower of london could actually be in valhalla <laughs> just the the old edition version of it um in terms of like the actual like visual fidelity and stuff obviously it's all work in progress still they they all look like ubisoft games still right 
yeah, yeah. I mean, they are Ubisoft games, but I think Correct, the key difference is, yeah, the key, <laughs> the key difference between them is going to be very much a play style where Valhalla, you're very much, he's your character, you're playing through a single player narrative. Um, mm-hmm. Where I think with uh, Watch Dogs, it's going to be all, almost about the team, almost Ocean's Eleven sort of feeling where like, you're going to assemble the team to do this particular job. Yeah. So I think like gonna, that, although, gonna break in the Tower of London yeah. <laughs> with your crew. Yeah, yeah. So there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of commonalities behind. They're going to, they're probably gonna use the same game engine, but I think they'll feel like different games when you get in there. Yeah. Oh well I'd I'd hope so. I'd hope there's a, a distinguishing factors. Yeah. Uh, speaking of games that don't look too different but also look exactly the same, we got a Tom Clancy game announced uh, for it was for iOS and mobile, right? Um yeah. Fortnite aesthetics with Sam Fisher thrown in there for the mix for a good crack. Uh, thoughts on that one, gentlemen? Nice and quick. Oh. <laughs> bit of yeah. a <laughs> bit of a waste of Mr. Fisher. I feel like yeah, it's just like clinging on to an IP that you know that people have near and dear to their hearts, and they're sort of like having a bit of a throwback with it. Oh, let's uh, put him into this janky-looking kids game. The thing is, there's, there's been there's been a couple of times where they brought Sam Fisher in as DLC or and stuff like this, almost like a hero character in several games. It's like, it's weird that they're doing it. It's the Nose of Blood character. The Nose is a big passionate fan base behind um, Splinter Cell. Mm-hmm. I still think they're building up to something. Hmm. It's almost like the teasing. Otherwise, it's like every single time they bring it, it's almost like, oh, so you're not going to bring Splinter Cell. Yeah, in. it's like the, this is what you could have, but he's a lesser version of it almost. It's um, almost like Ubisoft why? telling us, yes, we're aware he still exists. Yeah, he's still a thing. We haven't forgot. He's a Fortnite skin of him, basically, for a different game. Yeah. Uh, we also got some updates for Brawlhalla um, and Rainbow Six Siege. So it's great to see that Rainbow Six Siege thanked their 60 million players, which is a crazy number in itself. Um, no new announcements, disappointingly, for Siege. It was just more of a, just a thank you message for the audience. Um, I expect to see a bit more. In terms of addressing the elephant in the room, then, that's pretty much it for what we actually seen from the event. Um, Ubisoft Forward spanned it was an hour, just short of. Richie, our predictions then that we had. Do you want to run us through <laughs> what we were hoping to see? Okay. Um, and what actually so, did didn't show up at all. So bear so in mind, crazy. yeah, lots of Ubisoft hopes and dreams we had pinned on this event, being their first digital one. Uh, I, in a nutshell, quite frankly, I'm just not disappointed, but just like I don't feel like I've seen a full event. I feel like I got half of an event, yeah. and it's missing such a wealth of their library that they didn't even mention or showcase. So come on, Richie, give us the breakdown. What did I, we I uh, think, hope for? I think what I'm about to say will actually. Sh- Strengthen your opinion there because Chris, your predictions were a new Prince of, Prince of Persia game, Rainbow Six Siege, uh, Rainbow Six. I keep doing that. Rainbow Six Quarantine, um, date a new name, Skull and Bones, new name and single player, a new indie title, probably Valiant Hearts Two, and some sort of Stadia partnership. Um, Tom, the only person to get a prediction right, uh-huh. and it happened before the event. Um, Far Cry Six. Oh, no, I was very close to getting two right. Yes, being Let's very be close clear. to getting the second right and actually getting right and not the same thing. True. Uh, the one he, he um, failed to get correct was the Watch Dogs Legion, where he said November, because he's a fool. It's clearly October. Yeah, October, Tom. Why Why would you even think November? Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like a whole like, two days off. <laughs> like, 
That's um, a new Rayman game, Gods and Monsters, and For Honor 2. Um, I went with Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Day and Date with PS5 and Xbox Series X, which still I put myself down as a no because we've got an actual date, but that could still happen because mm-hmm. we don't know the date of the console. So I'm assuming it's a no, but so you're going to have to wait on your pizza, Tom, just Very in true. case. Um, That's fine, mate. It's fine. Yeah, just stands 2021, but with no appearance on Wii. The return of Splinter Cell, which I has one more thing, which I can't give myself just because Sam Fisher appeared in a different game. Yeah. Beyond Good and Evil, something about it, and um, a port of the South Park games. Hmm. hmm. So you so reading that? Really yeah, on. you reading that list out, Richie? Though, just really highlights the wealth of amazing titles and IP that Ubisoft have in their library. And yet they brought four things to the table for their first ever digital event, replacing essentially E3 this year. And Ubisoft usually go big at E3. The fact that we didn't get a Just Dance mention whatsoever is surprisingly enough. They have mentioned in their credit that there's going to be another forward, but again, we don't know when. Hmm. So if they're going to do these things more frequently then the approach to take and probably will make more sense a couple, a couple of folds down the line. Hmm. Tom, what are your thoughts? What massive event? Let's just have loads of small events. Where I'm going to throw out, not unpopular opinion, but just like a, 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 my thoughts on it, really, I suppose. And we'll get, we'll get chats taken. I'll get your take on it in just a second. But I almost feel like not talking about Skull and Bones now is almost like the sweeping it under the rug a little bit. Like, I feel like it has now been almost too long like at some point somebody has to say like right yeah okay that that project is done with we've, we've moved on from it i don't know i've said that, I've said no, that no. before i think it's getting really yeah. told into something else mm. well again that's why we i thought we would have seen something from it same with rainbow six quarantine i said it's we should we might get a name change and not there check out the uh check out the fishing footage from valhalla right here as well yeah you can fish very um legend of zelda Fishing confirmed for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah. So, yeah. in a nutshell, gentlemen, enjoyed it, but wanted to see more. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's playing. Good, overall, thing was slightly disappointing by not giving us more stuff. Really. Yeah. I feel like I had my entrees, but where's my main? Yeah, lots of little starters so, that you you knew about. Yeah. <laughs> you just didn't have it yeah I'd be very intrigued to know what we thought of it if we didn't know about Far Cry 6 we might have left on a bigger high thinking oh that looks awesome the antagonist it, it's amazing and they oh yeah and however because of that we're now watching Assassin's Creed Valhalla Wait. for the gameplay that we should have seen at the Xbox event <laughs> back then they it actually feels, got Phil Spencer feels, back in yeah. it feels like it's got your big tempo stuff there but it doesn't have like the filler the yeah. games the smaller stuff in between yeah, like like showing just dance or an indie title or a yeah. Rayman, even just a Rayman title, like something to like you said to to fill that gap between these big uh, open world third person games. And nothing to tease us for the future, really. Not that we're not like obviously Far Cry would be the tease for the future, but but it's not that far in the future. We've got a date for February next year. Yeah, true. Well, again, if you think about it, we should have in theory uh, Gods and Monsters. Uh, Skull and Bones, Beyond Good and Evil, Just Dance, <laughs> and all the other ones should be technically in there for the future, but they just stayed silent on them. So uh, it's a very interesting one. 
Um, but I think that brings us uh, to a wrap on our actual reactions to the um, Ubisoft Forward event. Uh, back to you in the podcast studio, past Chris. Enjoy the rest of the show. And then I'll just... Oh, thanks for that, past Chris. That was great news from the Ubisoft Forward that we just watched. Back to the podcast. You're joining Chris, Tom and Richie in the past slash future slash present in the hyperscape, wherever we may be, uh, live for our Ubisoft uh, forward reactions. Uh, guys, we just give our quick take that happened mere moments ago for us. But for you guys listening yeah. to the podcast, it just happened right this very moment in the podcast. Before you're asking anyone who's watching, time hasn't changed in the real world. The environment around me hasn't suddenly adapted. <laughs> Thomas moved rooms again in between. Again. Yeah, we should have actually done screen. that. Everything behind me is green yeah. screen, hence the colour difference. Tom himself is actually a bl on a blue screen, projecting up behind the green screen. Yeah. <laughs> All the screens. Uh, but yes, yeah, so we've just given our reactions. We hope you enjoyed them. Um, we we kind of condensed that down to. I have no long how long. I have no clue how long it ran for either. So sorry if it was too long, yeah. but here we are back at the end of the show and we're heading into this week, which again, if you listen to this on the Monday, we've got our Google Stadia Connect predictions episode is this one. So that means join us tomorrow on Tuesday or yesterday on Tuesday. Again, time is such a weird ambiguous thing we can just flow freely in between it uh we did want to give a special shout out to our patrons who wrote in with their own particular predictions for the show uh we have ashley over on uh, patreon.com file forward forward <laughs> forward oh it's getting late gentlemen it's getting i'm hungover it's getting late i'm tired um Ashley wrote in and said she just predicts that none of us are getting pizza because we're terrible with these predictions we've um, not we've not quite got a fine art in. well actually that is currently true because it, our predictions were Tom's currently got one point and I've got one question mark because my prediction for Assassin's Creed um, Valhalla was day and date with PS5 and Xbox Series X so until we get them release dates that's still a question Watch mark so babe. no pizza for Tom yet we'll see we'll see um other ones we got Michael wrote in as well. He said um, he's heard that we're getting Orcs Must Die as another program on the day of the connect. Is that true? So I believe the Orcs Must Die three, even though they've been quite radio silent for some time, they dropped a trailer this week which had the Stadia um, logo at the end. Not only that, it had a pro game included. So that play for free now. Yeah. So that seems that seems like a pretty yeah. much a shoe in deal for yes, it's probably going to be our pro game for June. Uh, June. I mean, yeah, that, that trailer August. looked pretty, pretty definitive, if you ask me. Like, it it's... didn't look like some some fan-made thing. That looked legit. I mean, you'll see in the bottom corner of the screen, it's just in massive writing, play now for free with Stadia Pro. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh, our final one of the week, Barry wrote in saying, uh, after playing it safe with Ubisoft predictions, which he wrote in for last week's show, um, he's going to go bold for the Connect. He's saying, check this out, gents, The Witcher 3 or Death Stranding for games. Now, Tom, you alluded to it in our predictions earlier on uh, with your conspiracy yeah. theories of publisher connections and developer links and ties. Um, of the two, which are three or Death Stranding? Which which one do you think is the more realistic and which one would you prefer? Uh, which of three is more realistic, in my opinion? Um, whether CD Projekt Red have got the time at the mm, moment to do yeah. that is another matter. But Death Stranding, I mean, I would love to have kojima on board with like releasing stuff to stadia that would be absolutely amazing he's an author when it comes to video games like he literally has his own way of of creating things that nobody else can yeah i just don't think it's like he seems yeah. to have personal connections to sony 
a bit too strong. Mm-hmm. I know it's coming like PC, but I, I think Sony are looking at PC and going, yeah, fine, we don't really care too much. It's just a way of getting more money for games that people have already played over here. Where Stadia is probably a bit more direct competition for them. Mm. So I can't see that happening anytime soon. Yeah, it's an interesting one. But thank you for everybody who wrote in. Again, patreon.com forward slash sounds of Stadia if you would like to write in with your questions for the show, uh, any suggestions for topics and future content. I uh, really do appreciate you all for checking that out and uh, subscribing to our channel over there as well. Um, in terms of that, gentlemen, that is that is that that brings an end to our time travel journey this week. It's been a crazy one. Uh, next week, uh, it'll just be good to return to some actual good old news, right? Yeah. Uh, without predictions or episodes or future telling uh, mystic balls and such Um, this has been episode 42 of the Sounds of Stadia podcast Uh, don't forget to join us this Tuesday or last Tuesday whenever the date may land for the uh, Stadia Connect reactions uh, where myself and Richie will be tuning in Uh, Tom you're a bit you're busy we think we, you've assured us you're busy, so we, we might get a special guest. Um, we'll see. We'll reach out and see what uh, see who's hiding in the reeds for us on that one. Uh, we might go back in time. We might pull someone out from uh, the years gone by, uh, but we'll have a look at that. Thank you for tuning in for that one. And uh, this week, my name's been Chris. I've been Tom. I've been Richie. We've been Sounds of Stadia. See you all soon. Take care. Goodbye.